Hell has got out with a bit to do. Majestic style at the 200 from hard to cross. Now Duncal is out. Duncal sprouting wings. Duncal from last over the top. It's home. Duncal takes it up, races away, a soft win in the end. Welcome to Vet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoop. We're back. It's 2023. I'm Big Kev excited. John Walter. Welcome back. How's your holiday? What's this holiday? Hey? Holiday What's this from holiday? Me? You've had a holiday from me? Holiday from you. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Still messaged every day. There's no holidays in New South Wales, mate. North Korea, we don't we don't do it. We don't do you holidays. Live in Queensland though. We don't do holidays and you 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 you're coming around. You're coming around. <laughs> DK's probably had like four or five weeks off, you know. It's the sort of bloke that he is, but uh you know, we just battle on in North Korea. Pat Malone, DK's on long service leave. He's a line ranger out of uh, Melbourne. Nico's on a little uh, romantic tour around Tasmania too. What he just popped into Devonport for a sting there, and uh, got one home yesterday. But uh, DK, what's going on? Long service leave. You're in office. You're still on bed, doctor. But the service, you've uh, you've put it to bed. Put it to bed, Scooter. Yes. Well, hi, Scooter. What? Happy New Year, and everyone, uh, everyone who's watches. Um, yeah. Now I'll put it. I'm a little bit of holiday mate, but long service for yeah. Put it. Put it. Put it on ice, Scooter. I um. In all honesty, it's a bit of a weight lifted off the shoulders, really, but uh, feel a bit, bit, bit better for it, even though got some um, lovely messages and a lot of people wanted me to keep going. And as I've always wrapped on the show, there are very little bunch of subs, and um, especially those players because they just stick through thick and thin, not the ones who drop on and off all the time. Um, but uh, the ones who stuck through thick and thin all the way with me, it was, yeah, it was a tough decision. Nearly got me going again, all their messages to keep going. But anyway, done it. And um, yeah, anyway, we'll move on and we'll... Um, We'll try and maybe find winners on the show or do something. But, yeah, I thought I'd stick around, still enjoy doing the show, Scoot, and seeing you guys once a week and with Walt and whatnot. So uh, on we go again in 2023. Mm, absolutely slaughtered them uh, in 2021. And then, yeah, the market's sort of changing and um, it just keeps evolving. So 2022, a little bit tougher for you. But, um, yeah, it could have been a lot worse, that's for sure. But um, Chopped out in the end, but chopped out. But, yeah, but, oh, yeah, mate, even just watching things for myself now and they're just going off so quick and, you know, you know the way I had it with a ten-minute warning and things, and trying to pick a market, and yeah, it's just uh, it was just all getting a bit too hard for me, mate. So anyway, we'll whack on. Mm, problem is, it's just less bets, and um, it's just really hard to turn over huge volumes of money. So you have to really pick the eyes out of them. DK's also refused to come up the Gold Coast Magic Means Week because what does it matter to me? He, every time he comes up here, he ducks and weaves me and dodges me anyway. So uh, what does it matter to me? Well, if you weren't a teetotaler, I might might have come up. But Mate. what's the point? You know, coming up and watching you drink lime cordial the whole time, okay. not getting you out, getting you out to the Bondi. But what's that pavilion joint scoot and all that business? So no, we're um the Kelly, the Kelly. The Kellys are on the cruise. We're the old Griswolds on that. We're going on the cruise ship uh, uh, next week. So uh, out to the South Pacific and all that. So the kids can't wait. They're going bouncing off the walls, getting ready for that. So uh, looking forward to it. I'll be disappointed if you don't jump into the uh, the belly flop competition, DK. Yes, yes. I, I think Britt Taylor from WA. I saw her. I think she posted one up and had a bloke dollar uh, fifty. It was a bit bigger than you, but I think he won convincingly. So DK, I'd be really disappointed if uh, you can't pull that one off and you just lift after a couple of tequilas. Well, you know, I got the title like when I was on there. You knew that last time, didn't you, Scoop? One hundred percent. You need to defend it. 2017, the missus was showing the video to the kids and I actually was going through a few old calls. I found the old orange board shorts I wore for that one the other day. So she said, you better pack them and after a few bloody pina coladas, I might I might, might, might uh, try and defend my title. Mate, you're Not a title have. Those ships have got 5,000 people on them. Like, it's a prestigious thing to win the <laughs> belly flop competition. Can't believe you've sat your sub. That's how uh, you should promote the next DK at well. But anyway, it's been a big week. You know, Magic Mans, it's horses in canals. They got loose at the, down at the beach there. They've been roaming around Service Paradise for a week. Are the sales even on? Tegan fell off both of them. 
she come off the one that went in the canal. She went off the one that went up Cavill Avenue. She's uh, she's had a big week, T, and Tone Road, the winner. She's had a big week. She, she needs those special stirrups, those little rubber band stirrups that you use. How did, how did those learning. horses not get hurt? What a bloody absolute miracle. Will that be the end of the boots race? Uh, I don't think they'll run 22 next year. Like, what the hell are they trying to do, run 22 <laughs> horses down the beach? Like, it used to, Remember it started out, it was like three or four or something. Yeah. And I was like, what? and they said three fell off. I'm like, what, the whole field? And then they said, <laughs> no, 22 ran down. The bloody... You can't even run 22 round. And you got inside, the inside and outside gator uh, <laughs> uh, media on one side and the public people on the other side. Like, Jesus. Uh, yeah. It is the Gold Coast, but even that's a bloody... It is pretty lax up here, I tell you. What. Obviously, I'm from Melbourne. Made the transition, and there's there's less cops on the road. Touchwood. There's um, it's sort of running around. We locked up, up here. by the end of the day. Now you've said that. Thanks. Hopefully, all right. It's been a uh, it's been a bit of a debacle this summer. We threw a little poll out to our Twitter fans. Biggest debacle in horse racing over summer. And then if you've missed one, list below. So New South Wales barriers not opening. That one just went straight through the keeper. Only ten percent of the vote there. I thought that was probably. Oh, I can't believe punters just didn't get refunded uh, on that one. Gilgandra Cup distance change went from like a 1,600-metre event to, was it twelve or 1,300 metres or 1,280 or something crazy? Yeah, it was 1,280. So it was a mile back, so 320 back, uh, yeah, two races before. They did a vote, I think, from the – or they consulted the um, the runners in the race. I think the two of the three favourites were going up from like 1,300 to a mile and never won past 1,300. So we wonder which way they voted and – and the poor old punters uh, had Shaft no choice. Again. Well, they just get they don't get a vote, you know. Apart from you know, old mate Big Richie came. He said, "I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be batting for the punters here. I'm going in to bat for the punters. This can't <laughs> happen." Five minutes later, well, the, the right decision's been made here. <laughs> the right decision. I'm like, just an absolute shaft. Right. At least if you had a, I think there was a Mick Kent horse or something, and it can absolutely walk in at Werribee, but the barriers got stuck. I think they went through two tractors and they couldn't get the barriers out of the out of the way quick enough. So that one, that was as the biggest debacle. Another 30. one that was lucky because it was right on a bend too. Like that, that could have been very, very yeah, ugly. Could have been a car crash. And then uh, the horse in the Gold Coast Canal. But uh, a couple other ones uh, that the punters sent in that weren't on the poll. Walt in the bath watching Mug on the Wolf Den stream. Uh, bookies still using their own deductions, so that's a little bit of a red alert. So all the PRAs that w- what's happening there? Well, it's, it sounds like it's yeah. not, not in Vic- not in Victoria. Must be the other joints just running rogue again still. Well, well I, I, um, I sent an email into the tab there the other day. So that uh, Coffs Harbour meeting from last Sunday, I think it was like two cents one, eight cents another. Uh, like two cents at one joint, eight cents another, and there was two deductions in one that wasn't even a deduction in the other. They're just yeah. Well, wouldn't they just copy the Victorian model now? Like, seriously, it's so simple and it's all uniform, it's official. I mean, I went and had a look at the Racing Victoria website today and um, you go to the wagering then deductions. They've even got a video there, video explaining what a bane it was that was called deductions lottery, their words, and that they're on, And then down, the, down below they've got the tables and even Sportsbet's got its own table, a pair of Sportsbet. So there's the deductions for uh, scratchings in the uh, emergencies in the field and, and for emergencies not in the field. And then the deductions just go straight in there and they're just every bookie's can only put in a lower deduction than that. Otherwise, and then you can blue and they get penalised if they do. So I don't know why now it's been going nearly six months or 12 months, not a problem. I think all we should all just uh, set up a direct debit to sports bet every week. Just send them 300. Just don't even have a bet. Just send them 300 and just be done with it or something. Maybe they'll be happy with that. <laughs> the power of sports bet, I thought they were going to make them go up like the same price as every other bookie. And they said, no, no, we're going to keep putting deductions for emergencies and they'll say, well, because we'll, you're so big, we'll create you your own table then. Mm. Uh, I think that's it's still one of the, the biggest, most disgusting things that sports bet can go and have a different set of prices and different and ha- it's pr- a price them all in. It's it is, a joke. It, it's, it's an embarrassment on the industry. They think they everyone thinks they're getting a better price. Oh, it's $5 at sports bet and $4 everywhere else where 
You know, that's just that's just blind yeah, robbing just punters. The thing, yeah, that's it. And the problem is, like, I hate to agree with the great man PVL too often, but uh, you know, saying think people aren't price sensitive, they don't know. Ninety nine percent of people are, you know, and they don't. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be on their side and trying to help them. You know, like at least give them a fair chance. It's uh, which is not what what's happening at the moment. The other uh, debacles over summer is the ambulance stuck at Hawkesbury. I said New South Wales um, do have this ambulance problem. They just don't. They need their own ambulance or something like that. Every uh, every couple of days in my uh, one of my lads' chat groups, there's always this Barney about the races being delayed about New South Wales. It's a circus there, so that's something else. That uh, I don't ambulance. know what an ambulance costs. What half a million? Like okay, so instead of the uh, the chicken what? chicken race being worth three million next year, just keep it at two, and <laughs> we've got two ambulances. I would have thought so. The Perth Cup fiasco also um, bit of a there and then raising the weights after final field was another one by I think 94 Raiders um, all got bumped up one and a half kilos or someone tweeted that in so um, interesting there and that's on again this weekend uh, moving along we're on a we're on the clock here yeah, on the clock here but I just say never a dull moment I mean that's that's my thing about racing never a dull moment Scoot's just gone through about ten things that have happened since the last show which was only a month ago or something so and nothing like no the boring narrative blah 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 this is all this is why this is one of the reasons we're in the caper never a dull moment. Never well, The barriers was the worst for me just because it took two days for the stewards report to come out or a day and a half, whatever it was. It was like, oh, the, none of the riders brought it to our attention, but we looked at it prior to clearing it. It was just it's, it's disgusting. It was so hard to believe. It was something that needed to be like someone physically come out publicly and explain what happened. And it was just like it never happened. Then it happened two days later again, and the same thing happened in the students' report again. Never mentioned. But like, how, how do punters not get their money back? I, like it's yeah, like, well, they we should all be deemed was, a non non starter. Yeah, it didn't open. We we agree with that. But because the horse's racing pattern was established, and we don't think it would have ended up in a different position or a, 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 a position, you know, so, more strong enough to. Uh, make it play, place better or whatever the hell they worded it. Yeah, it's just so money hungry from racing New South Wales. It's absolutely disgusting. And there was an uh, there's a um, there's a video out there. There's a, an interview with Peter Valandis and I think the guy's Mark Burris or something like that. And Peter Valandis knows that the storm's coming, and other PRAs would know too. And I think this will be the first year that um, Peter Valandis has probably tightened the belt a bit and not gone on a, a massive rampage. I think the we've been talking about it for a while, but um, the pains are coming, and I'm tipping uh, we're going to see some some we real know what post-COVID do. blues with some of this prize money. They're going to try and jack the tax to try and compensate for the lack of turnover, which Don't is really going to end up, you know, that's a great idea. I think that's a brilliant idea. To, it, should, it should work out well for everyone, that one. Mm, so it's just less bets, but um, try and be a little bit more accurate. Speaking of accurate, Magic Millions, uh, McMillian stream this Saturday. It's uh, the Gold Coast. And Did you know uh, there was a stream on DK? I wasn't aware, mate. Are you in it? Brushed. <laughs> Being brushed. You've no, retired. Well, I've got your... I had so much influence on the last Magic Million scream, didn't I? Mate, is that was that when we were on the deck? <laughs> no, that was a year. That oh, that was, was the year time before. before. Oh, the deck was oh, the, the deck. The oh, deck the was deck, the best. The deck. Uh, you, you blew the never even lob last year. You were blowing about that. I tell you what, I've just Far found out, my t-shirt. I'm up with Tommy. Tommy found me at the Chinese restaurant about eight o'clock at night. Remember, mate? I don't see. I didn't even remember last year because you weren't there. Okay, so this Saturday uh, from midday, Flemington have decided to put the races on, I think, about quarter to 11 or 10.30 in the morning. So we might have to uh, That's right, uh, yeah. push some bets through early. It'll all be via the Little Birdie app. So make sure you go to the App Store, Little Birdie, and then you can get it for Apple or Android. And then so it's just Mac, but they're going to control the bank. They're only battling uh, top sports so they can get the bets on there. So it's Johnny McLeod, Brad McLeod. Tommy Henjack, Turbo Tommy, Jake Fleming, and Robert Todd. Uh, so it'll be entertaining. 
no doubt, on Saturday. And uh, we'll give Tommy Turbo a little bit of stick later on when he uh, when he joins the show. But um, you might have just noticed that little graphic on screen there. We've got a new sponsor, the Comics Lounge, have jumped on board, Melbourne's home of comedy. They're located in Errol Street in I North Melbourne. I thought it Melbourne. was comics. I was getting excited. I thought it was collectibles. No, funny. I was getting excited. I don't, we, we don't do funny on this show. <laughs> You're funny. I need to look at it. But just don't try and be funny. Mm. Josh Wolf is out from the USA, so if you want to go see him, January 21st, I've got no idea who he is, but apparently he's very, very good. So uh, make sure you support the Comics Lounge. they got stuff going on all the time, and uh, the Comedy Fest is one of the best things about Melbourne when uh, the whole city is just overrun by all these comedians, and um, you're mad not to go try some out, but uh, the Comics Lounge is sort of your um, your bread and butter. You've gone wide there. Go to the Comics Lounge. Yeah. Oh, Outstanding. Chattering teeth. I get it now. I can see what the logo is now. Good. Mm. Yeah. Is it, you're okay with yeah, that? I'm all right with sponsor? it now. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. I thought it was a bowl of cereal the first time I looked at it. I thought that's an interesting one. Today's show is going to be a beauty. As I said, uh, we'll try and get through it quickly. Don is good. He's back on board for 2023. He's been uh, firing darts in our new syndicate. So there's a couple of us joined a little bit of syndicate. I'll uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, he's been uh, hunting far and wide. He's got a couple for us uh, this weekend. He's excited. He's out there, Gold Coast Magic Mins. I couldn't think of anything worse than going out to the races. But the uh, races, he's yeah. chomping at the bit. Uh, Donnie, so he's uh, he's seen them quite really well. Really was, wasn't he? Like he was going on with it too. Like he's actually he's, he could be at the gates now, waiting to get the, the front table. Yeah, absolutely. Rose Hill for you, uh, Walt, and uh, Tommy Turbo is going to join us to talk about the stream, talk about uh, the Magic Millions two-year-old and three-year-old uh, accountant turned punter. I wonder how that's all going for him. I wonder if he regrets that decision or not. But um, I guess he's sort of like the Daniel son of the You can the always go kid. back to accountancy. You know, like, it's, just, it's not going anywhere, is it? They're Everyone's vanilla, the tax man it? and the bills, they're all still going to keep coming. So you can always go back. Top Sports team, let's see what uh, they're backing in the early markets. And uh, as I said, Nico Noonan's in Tassie with the bride. So I'm going to have a look at the standish. I'm going to dust myself off a bit rusty. Starting to do a little bit more form and uh, definitely enjoying it at the moment. Finding the odd winner, but uh, Nico. You'd like to know that he hasn't changed in 2023, DK. He, uh, he sends me through, mate, mate, here's the tips today. If he wants uh, any multi-fillers after the five-unit play, it already won. After. Uh, yeah, and he's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, after. He did the big highlight, the five-unit play, it already lobbed at $2.60. But, um, People get a bit yeah. sensitive knocking off prices and you're not let. People get a bit sensitive the after-the-ball tips too. You worry about me? No, no one ever worries about Walt. Poor Walt. Poor Walt left out again. Mm. Uh, Five-unit play at the town on the synthetic track. I would have been right into that. Maximum pain. Uh, Nico is just trying to give me a heart attack before the uh, before the stream. Uh, it's not my go to Peter betting, especially when it's a max play before one o'clock. I haven't even had my lunch. Did you, have you got Gando? Did you add Gando in? Gando and Kyrgios. How good? Yeah, How good? he's the king of the tapita. He's the, that's his one claim to fame. But uh, yeah, he's a, he's the maddest Djokovic fan you've ever seen. I've had some like two three oh. hour Twitter wars with uh, with Gando over uh, yeah, over Djokovic. So he's just chimed in pretty innocently. I don't think he was even <laughs> trying to have a go. And old mate's just uh, giving him the off the top rope, off the top belt, belt buckle, and just slammed him. It was awesome. Poor <laughs> old Gando. It was very funny. Hard to be. I love Kyrgios and I love uh, Djokovic too. Absolute superstars. I love Gando, so we're all, we're all equal here. Mm, just, just a lover fest. Love on. Uh, top Sport, speaking of love, family-owned, operated, uh, Australian-owned. So make sure you check out their new app and mobile site. If you're into uh, same-race multis, they've got them too. So download their new app and give it a spin. And it's a crucial part of getting on the stream. So you deposit cash with them, you uh, download our app, and then you sit back and let uh, the MacBet boys go bananas. So big thanks to Top Sport. I think we're in season four of Bet Doctor. Crazy, isn't it? Do you reckon it's too late for me to apply for a spot in the Wolf Den team this weekend? No. No. Okay, I might send it. I'm going to fire an email in. 
can you just be so on I can bo- feel a part of Magic Millions? Can you be on both teams? Could you tip for one and lay on the other? I, no, I would. Oh, geez, I'm not going to. I'm not actually. Like, I know I can't be a part of one team, but uh, oh. DK and I might get a job there. Might get a job there out wide. Mm, I'd be disappointed. Packing a maidens and I'd actually, be I'm in a packing a maiden the first two year old tonight. DK, if, uh, if the instructor doesn't win, I'm uh, I'm in the bin. The, uh, that's the thousand meter race. Thousand meters. The little two year old race. Yeah. Mm. It's big there. They got those seventy five thousand dollar two st- races with the big three hundred thousand bonuses, and that all kick off tonight. So um, everyone's trying for their life there in those things. Grass. That's what we love. Trying for life, and we like it uh, hot, dry, and fast. And that's what Flemington will be on Saturday. Uh, Nico's on just a little bit of a. Uh, he's on a bit of a leave of absence as well, so he's doing uh, some work on nine to seven in January. So you can tune in there if you want some of his yard insights. There, he's going to be back on his Telegram service from February. So uh, he's having a little bit of a freshen up and a, a bit of a change of scene. And as I said, he's he's joined part of our uh, Little Birdie Syndicate. So there's a graphic up on screen now. Um, and we've got uh, myself, Donnie, and Shane Adair. And we've only started for the last, well, since January, I think, the third. So in the last nine days, we've, uh, I think we're up about seven units, seven or eight units or something in the last 10 days. So we're betting at bloody Taree, Devonport, um, Gold Coast. That's the go. Out wide, all plays the same. We're, we're everywhere, DK. And, uh, you know, we're copping bad rides. We're copping some good rides. We're copping Carlene yesterday. Didn't want to lead. It's, um, yeah, it's good fun at the moment. And um, even Oak Bank, Shane, it is, been uh, playing around at Oak Bank Gawler. And uh, everyone's on the board. Everyone's having wins. And uh, things are going good. But, uh, yeah, we're trying to wait as, uh, as late as we can. And as, as I can just see from uh, the market, the way it moves at the moment is just crazy. So I think we've got the right format in terms of forward blokes looking at all over the place um, and I guess we're we're turning over a bit more than I thought initially being off season because we're just spread out across the joint it just gives you so you've got Donnie there he's looking at more than four places <laughs> by himself he's looking at 44 <laughs> so. good, good but as you said it's a good time of year to turn over money out wide mm. dry tracks and hot warm weather and lots of, lots of meetings on because compared to the depths of Shitsville in the middle of winter it's going to be uh, pretty hot and dry, and as I said, 10.30 to start at Flemington. Let's have a look at race two. There's a nice little uh, horse here, and I'm interested uh, to see what DK Jeez, thinks it's still of in this work, one. This thing. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Dunkill's a favourite. Not so here. much that it's over the top, more that it's uh, you think you'd be getting it ready for the autumn or something pretty exciting. Well, oh. well, well. Dunkell, uh, $1.85 in from $1.95, sold choice $6.50, hard to cross $8.50, Konkotsunotsu. Uh, Konkotsunotsu. That'll do. $10, Barefoot Tara, 11 Midnight Glow, 13 Speak Easy, 17 and uh, Pale Face from DK's favourite camp, Busset and Young, $20, and I won't worry about the rest. Uh, yes, I, know, I, know, I know every one of these. These are all maiden winners and everything, recent form, everything. That's why I picked the race, just to try and bring you to the show. Dunkel, red and black, he's last year. Uh, it was an interesting win. He got himself in a really sticky position here, and uh, he did well to really charge once he saw some clear air. Big, white, baldy face, as you can see on the replay. And what interests me here, too, I sort of spoke to Nico um, off air about him not coming on the show and you know what he was doing down in Tassie, but... He actually thought that, um, oh, I thought, I thought, oh, well, that might be the end of this horse and we might see him in the paddock, similar to what Walt just said. But um, Nico said from the yard he'd improved from the run and he needed it under his belt, which I thought was interesting. And uh, now stepping up to 2000 at Flemington looks good for this horse for me. But 61 kilos, um, that was the concern. And is there anything, DK? You can Most of his competition is coming out of maidens. Yeah, they are, yeah. So um, we know this. I mean, everyone said as soon as we saw this horse, was going to say that Flemington was going to be right up his alley. Um, he's 
he's a proper horse. This horse, I don't know what his ceiling is, but it's going to be it's going to be big. Um, but he's just he's what he is. He's, he's super strong. So just there, he got out. I think with three hundred to go, and he's he's just reeled off a much better last furlong than anything else in the race. And that's what he'll do here. But uh, the problem with him is that he's an average beginner, and he has been in all his three starts. And well, if you're going to take the evens or whatever it is here, you, 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 it's what, what does what does Walt say? Balls of steel, stuff like that, or maximum pain because he's he's going to be three back the fence, maybe four back the fence. So um, big, beautiful Flemington straight. He's going to have to gradually ease out. And if he's out with 300 to go, then he's going to round him up. But you just hope he gets clear. Um, Few of them, a couple of nice horses. Couple, if he, you know, as I said, he, he could be. He's going to be. We, we called him top shelf. I saw him. He's Mooney Valley maiden win is is as good as any maiden goes that I see and I rate as good as anything goes. It was, a, it was just a massive, massive win um, of above benchmark of above, you know, not, uh, stakes class horse really. Um, and weird. That's another like was it was a heavy track, wasn't it? Heavy track mile first start in a race. It was a heavy track, heavy heavy track mile. And that's the key, the key yeah, yeah, heavy track mile. Um, and when was yeah, it? But, it's got to be three months ago. Like, it's uh, it's. He, well, he was, he, the, the Scoot was saying that Nico said he'd improve off the yard last day. He was mm. he freshened him up into that last one. It was the 28th of October, but P. Payne does some so, weird things, doesn't he? If of any horse in the country, I would like to speak to Payne and ask what his actual plan is here because what Nico's saying might be right. He might just have uh, decided that the horse is sort of immature and that he's strengthening every run and that he, he you know, he's better off racing him sparingly through this period and trying to run him through the grades now than put him in the paddock, I, I'm assuming. Like, uh, he's no deal, is he, P-Pain? Like, um, P-Pain, and he, and he, underplays, he underplays them. You know, so he, like, it, he was 44 days into the other day, 44 days, so he had to freshen up off the, so he was out of the walking, the walk and trot at Cranbourne, so he didn't need a break. He would have just come out of it like a barrier trial, but he gave him 44 days. And then he's into the other day, and Nick goes at oh, yeah. So he obviously backed off him, but he's going to improve off that run. So I'd, yeah, I'd say he's just uh, he's just educating. He likes taking them along, so he likes educating them. Yeah, he probably gives him seven days, like in the paddock or something, back at home um, between runs or something. He's probably just trying to, you know, uh, give him a grounding that way. It's 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 yeah, it's an interesting horse. It's a very it's in a strange preparation. It's, it's strange, but he's yeah for such yeah, a talented yeah. horse. Yeah, sorry, Scoot. Just quickly on that other one in the race. Um, Sole choice didn't run any time at Terang. Like it's one of Gazer to roll along out in front. So, and then I think the Bazustan horse will probably roll along a bit too. It rolled along sort of on pace at, at uh, Yarra Glen. So, hopefully it's a bit bit of tempo. They just they're you know strong one paces. Gaze horses like to roll along in front, set some sort of tempo. So that again, hopefully that that'll help Dunkel. The other one I'd be interested in there is Kokonotsu. It's another one. Nico's been a huge rap for out of the yard all the way through his prep. I had something on him on that basis the other day. I said, well, Nico's been rapping this horse, and. Uh, just got beat by a buddy Peter Moody thing, but apparently the Moody thing's got a huge rap on it. So it's got blinkers and she'll get a really lovely run. So um, that's about it, Scooty. It, uh, I, I can just see every punter on the planet just putting that horse into uh, Multi's Dunkel, so it'll... Yeah, for the pain leg. I love it. Three back to fence. 61 kilos. Stacks them up. Yeah. <laughs> Maximum pain. Maximum pain. So he might... He's, yeah, he's, he's got no... He's, he's just got to learn his get out of the gates a bit quicker, but... That may be one of the reasons why he keeps racing him at the moment. Mm. When I saw him, I, yeah, I was thinking, oh, okay, let's have a, let's find a reason to lay him. But um, all of a sudden, Nico, uh, Nico's comments just uh, were alarm bells there. So maybe I've gone from wanting to lay to now wanting to back. So 
Who knows? We'll see what happens, but uh, very exciting horse. Race six is the Standish at Flemington. Indian Pacific is favourite here. $6, Rose Court, $6, Vespertine, $6.50. Snapper, $7.50. Western Empire, 8 Dawn Passage, 8 Hal Vorson, $9.50. Umgawa is 10 And then you got horses like Regards Marie, 16 uh, Parsifal is back from the abyss, 18 Crestani, 21 And Ocean Beyond, 41 uh, This is a bit of a, uh, a raffle here, but uh, two horses I didn't mind the look of were uh, Vespertine. I think we're going to get the replay play up here and uh, probably this is a race over carnival time i think it was on oaks day or the you know, one of the last days there and i just like the way she sort of rounded up the field here and it's a you know it's a similar class that uh, she faces here today beggy's um kept her very fresh for this but uh it gets different circumstances so now be uh, barrier one so she'll have to be coming on the inside of the pack uh, be interesting to see which is the best part of the track obviously it's going to be uh super super quick and dry i would have thought at flemington by that stage and and uh, the second horse here that I thought might be uh, the knockout, I think it's a pretty even race, so um, by no means I'm going to charge into any of these. But uh, I didn't mind uh, Amgawa coming back to 1,200 metres, and I also like the addition of blinkers for this horse as well with uh, Ethan Brown. So it's going to be in barrier uh, three, so a couple of the chances that I think uh, at odds um, would be Amgawa and uh and Vespertine, but um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to forgive uh, that run of uh, um, go. I just don't think 1400s it's go, and then I think it'll be much better off with blinkers. It also has been uh, I think it's two weeks between runs, so whether it races best fresh or not, um, that could be another story. But uh, if they uh, stick to 1200, I think it's better than uh, stretching that horse to 14, 1600 meters like they've done in the past. But um, I don't know if you've got any other thoughts on that one, DK. But it looks like an absolute raffle of race. Who's Jay Leak Junior taking over this uh, Western Empire? Is that um- Airborne? Who's that? You know, I don't, I'm Johnny Leake. He's a he's, he's a wily old trainer. Well, he's not that old, but he's um yeah. Bob Peters had got got the oh sorry, he's all all, all, all pear shaped with Danny O'Brien. So uh, he was flying. He saw him with that grey horse. What was it Fingerata? Was winning those races. Was flying at the time. Mally Cup a while ago, and um so uh, Greg Peters, the Greg, uh, his name is it Greg Peters. Saw that, and um jo- and uh, sent sent him. I don't know. Sent him. Might have sent him twenty horses. John Lake Jr. So um, look out. Yeah. They've all been trialling up and uh, Jamie Mott's on them and it uh, be interesting to see how he goes. But he's a great horseman. He was a great jumps trainer back in the day. And, um, yeah, so it would be very interesting to see. But, uh, yeah, Peters is, uh, yeah, pulling, pulling a rabbit out of the hat there. The only thing I find harder than a, a straight race at Flemington is a straight race on a fast track at Flemington. <laughs> no, it's crazy. So you've got a horse like Indian Pacific, it's suited, Rose Quartz. Mm. At least in the spring you get they water it or it's a, you know, there's a bit of rain around and you can usually sort of think down the crown or whatever, but when they're fast, they're holy heck, they're hard to work out where they're going to go. 100%. This is, this is a real nightmare race. I can make a case for about six runners, but I thought in terms of mm, value six and field. horses there to win, I thought um, Vespertine and Helvors, and if you must have a bet there, but um, – it's a Umgawa, re- you mean? Umgawa. So, sorry, um, Umgawa, Umgawa and Vespertine. But um, it's a pretty low meeting, and uh, I noticed um, the early markets picked off um, British Columbia, the uh, the horse that won really well, ran second actually, uh, first up at uh, at Sand in last start. So three forty is a bit short. Hopefully uh, it drifts back out. But um, it was the other horse probably of interest that uh, Beggy's got. So it could be a good day for uh, Beggy on uh, on Saturday. Make sure uh, you check out punningform.com.au, uh, best form guide in the business. They've uh, had a reskin, and uh, if that's a it's a bit too uh, sharp on the eyes, you can go to old.punningform.com.au, and uh, that'll also work during the transition stage. So I've uh, been chatting to the guys behind the scenes, and uh, they've got some uh, massive improvements on the horizon. So make sure you check out punningform.com.au. It's, uh, it's an easy way to take the next step to uh, 
becoming a more serious punter. Speaking of a, uh, a more serious punter, we've got uh, the, uh, the Have 20, a look at him. Doesn't the he retired look accountant. Huh? Have a look at him. Well, he hasn't got the hoodie on. He's he's in summer mode. He's got the Adidas tee. He's got the sun got shining the on his Adidas face. T. He could be Djokovic's little brother. His cave's not dark enough for my liking. He needs a, more of a den. Uh, too much light in there. Actually, that's, that could be his go. I could get him in the box in Djokovic's thing. He could play off as his little brother. He could pull. Uh, he could pull a few um, stra- uh, Djokovic strays if he did that. I reckon. Tommy, welcome, welcome to the show. And just a question straight off the bat, just to get you a little bit unrattled. Do you, I think Carly Electric sent, sent it in, or Miss uh, TNT Punny sent it. Said, there's, there's these things called silkies, where there's I think there's these girls or that that chase jockeys, silkies. They exist. There's these groupies that run around just chasing jockeys. Yeah, could you imagine that like someone like Tim Clark, not he's a married man, but there's people that actually want to bone him. It's incredible, isn't it? Just because he's a jockey, like so Tommy, that ass little friggin' midget and they yeah. Tommy, you you're a little uh racetrack rat. So do you go out with the jockeys afterwards and uh, do they do these silkies uh, do you ever pick some off? Uh, some of the scraps that the, the jockeys leave behind or are they after you as well? Do you do you pretend you're a jockey? You're not big. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, well I think most of the time, some people mistake me for one. But, yeah, it's not limited to just girls chasing the guys. I think it does work both ways. And I think it's just anyone that's attracted to – I think the proper definition is anyone that's attracted to um, anyone in the racing industry, whether it be the strappers, the track work riders, or the jockeys. So you sitting next to Bernadette Cooper's car every afternoon after the race is not a coincidence, <laughs> is what you're saying? <laughs> no, nah, I think she's a bit too old for me. But she's actually in um, Emerald Kingdom too, so hopefully – Oh, um, yeah. out and about after he gets the win there on Saturday. Okay, so we're not going to cover the Emerald Kingdom race on the show, nah. but uh, this has been a bit of a shrewd buy from uh, you and Mr. McLeod. Uh, it's going all right. What do you reckon? Three dollars ninety? You knock the price off? Five dollars in? Oh no, nah, I think I think he's a bit short now. And you are, um, well, we are half. Like if you backed him early, you are half relying on the track to play um, the same as it way. did last mm. week. Because last week, um, if you watched any of the races, you. Kind of had to be in the first three pairs to win. It played um, very hard and fast, and I guess I'm um, I've just assumed it's going to play the same way this week because there's been no rain, and hopefully they don't overwater it or anything like that. I think Navesh has put about 32 mil on it, and hopefully, I think just hard fence might be off. Um, and otherwise, hopefully, it just sort of evens out a bit. But um, yeah, it was it was a bit lightning quick. So fingers crossed, um, they can get a fair. Been track a and- lot hotter and drier this week than it was last week too. So yeah, yeah, like even if he puts a lot of water on it, it's gonna dry, it's gonna dry out pretty quick, I think. And I don't mind if it does play like that. You just as a punter, you just want it to to be able to expect what it's going to be able to do, not throw up curlies on the day. If that makes any sense. Mm. Better than outside fence racing, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, 100%. All right, let's have a look at the two-year-old. Let's um, get down to business here. Empire Japan's favourite with top sport. 420 out to 6 into 550, so there's um, a bit of action here. Uh, Sovereign Fund drawing the car park, 750 into $6, so a little bit of a uh, clip there. This is the money horse, Skirt the Law, 13 into $7. Platinum Jubilee, 9 Infatuation, 13 Impress of Wonder, $13. Uh, for Chad, Royal Entrance, 14 on the back up there. Fire Lane, $17. Croatian Bell, uh, 19 into $17. Uh, Mooney Valley Horse, undefeated, so interesting there. Um, I think Donnie's sort of half found that horse. Summer Lovin' is $19. Tristan's got a little bit of a share in that, so good luck to uh, the Merlin camp there. Miss Cooter, $19. Sun Source, DK's uh, favourite camp, $21. Godfather, um, I think Donnie tipped on the show once, $21. And then uh, you're right out the gate uh, with the rest of the chances. But uh, 
The replay that uh, Mr. Henjax asked us to look at here is uh, Skirt the Law. So she just pings straight on the bunny. She's in the pink and white and does it pretty softly. Uh, Tommy, I know she's got some early speed, but um, she isn't beating much here, is she? No, she hasn't beat much, but um, I really like – I've seen her in the yard at both starts now, and I like the improvement she's um she's taken both times. She's um she's very professional. Um, they've actually sent her to the trials um, in between runs, um, and I like that they took a sit in the trials. They made, they um, gave her a little bit of education, sat her behind her horse, and um, she found the line really well. Um, she was actually entered to run um, last week in the jewel, I think it was, um, and they scratched her, but there was nothing going on there. They just didn't want to give her a gut buster from the wide gate a week before grand final day. I really like the main reason that I'm tipping her is because I don't think there's a whole lot or there's a real standout horse in the field. And I just think she's going to get the right run in behind the speed, um, especially with the way the track played last week. There looks good speed on paper. Um, Platinum Jubilee, Rural Entrance, Fire Lane, XL Dior, and Miss Cooter from 18. Um, they The connections weren't happy with how Willow rode it last time, and um, it'll be handlebars down from Huxville this time. So there's going to be good speed. I think you're going to want a horse that's just going to camp in behind them, and I think Skirt the Law is going to be the one that's going to be um, strong weight over a um, pretty testing 1,200 for the two-year-olds. I see Johnny Walter just absolutely starting to bubble and i just got a question, right? I've got a, I've got a bag full of tickets <laughs> for Platinum Jubilee, and I'm worried the tab down here is not going to have enough cash to pay me. So if I give you them today to just collect for me on track, is that okay? Is that okay? What did you think of, what did you think of last start for Platinum Jubilee? Uh, it's just having a barrier trial. The fence was completely cast, and uh, and it was ridden out of its pattern. And uh, I just think uh, if if it doesn't win, if Reggie doesn't fall off it, <laughs> and it heads down the canal or down the beach or down to have a hamburger at uh, grilled there on Cavill Avenue or something, it's it's dead set. It's race over. But didn't you didn't you tip Russian conquest and, and declare? I it didn't like, declare it unbeatable. Oh. That was the year Cool and Gatter, and it got it beat ahead. Like we were. Have you got over until, that yet? Russian yeah, Congress. absolutely. That was six hundred and sixty three thousand <laughs> bad beats ago, and it wasn't even a bad beat. But <laughs> oh, I just thought, no. My my actual thinking, without being an imbecile, which is what I am, um, like skirt the law is interesting because at least it's one over twelve hundred. But it's it's beat two five horse fields, which is what I don't like. Uh, Forty two days, I don't like. I do like the twelve hundred win, as I said. But going through this field, there's just nothing in it. There's just nothing in it. Sovereign Funds beating a four-horse field. The race at Wyong, it was in the right part of the track, beat Quasimodo that couldn't beat the track to home last week. Uh, Bussin and Young, no. Empire of Japan, how it's favourite over uh, Platinum Jubilee. Like it was in the right part of the track the other day and, and couldn't go. I think it needs like a tsunami or Nevesh to leave the uh, <laughs> leave the. Um, <laughs> Leave the things on the fruit to win. Royal Entrance, uh, yeah, it ran against me last week. Godfathers should be living in Dobby's backyard after it won at $1.50 in a one-goer race. It's it's a camel. Christ is a camel. Infatuation is an absolute tractor-pulling camel. Uh, Fire Lane beat us last start, but it was hard fit. It's dangerous, but, you know, J Ford and 15, it's probably going to be in the canal. Um, as I said, Platinum Jubilees come from – it's won a 14-horse race from back in the field, th strong through the line on heavy track. I think it'll improve out of sight. Gay's uh, absolutely wanting to win this race. She hasn't won it for a while, so um, it's the one for me. And then, yeah, I'm not even going to bother going through the bottom. Summer Loving is interesting with the blinkers. I think it's one horse that will, will appreciate a fast tempo, big field. It could jump out of the ground too. I think they're the two. And I'm not knocking the law too much because of uh, 
the 1200 meter form that it's got that not many in the race do have but uh yeah, it's 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 quite short for me. I just can't believe this horse is nine dollars. I honestly can't. I can't. I can't. Well, Tristan's just drifted. It. He, he's obviously just got the he's got the inside thing, and he's just gone nine to nine fifty just to tease you. <laughs> Tristan will be getting the max. Tristan will be getting the max bet. Tristan will be getting the max bet button. That's it. What is that the other day? Pickle bet. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Balance the balance button. Balance. I'm just going to keep pressing the balance button. I will be moving in with Tommy and starting my accountancy degree on Monday if this horse gets beat. What about um? You haven't mentioned Empress Empress of Wonder. That's a good horse. Yeah, you Scooty can spit sauce. through it. It is a dead set pony. There's uh, if if Tommy sat on this horse, he'd speak both on the ground. Um, <laughs> tooth, I think tooth. it'll get to good odds. This horse, I think it's I think it's a little bit underrated. Obviously, it's only got the thousand meter form, but it it does look like a a little pocket rocket. And um, but as you said, like it probably does need a little bit of rain and some Navesh magic. But it, if it gets out to big odds, it's probably one that I won't be losing on because I. I do think it has some some ability. If you get one of those, um, you know, where they pay down to twelfth, and you get your money back, <laughs> I'd have the fifty dollars on it. No, it's it. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's not for me. I don't think it'll run twelve hundred. Not this prep. It's too small. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not convinced that uh, this horse is not going to run twelve hundred meters. I just like the way that I, I loved its last start. Actually, Chad, I just don't want Chad to get too far back on this horse. If he can find the back, it'll of, be last. Well, I don't want him to do that. That's where it'll be. Well, I might. No, I don't want that to happen. It was sixteenth. Down the straight in a field of sixteen, it was t- ninth out of ten in an Eagle Farm. Yeah, but he didn't need to race. be there. Yeah. And, and he it's didn't now drawn sixteen was around. Dead last start. It was dead as if a this door horse goes. If it goes forward, it'll get beat five hundred and fifty meters. No, I think he could find a spot midfield. Like there's going to be a few across the track. Here. He might be able to find the back of one. But you're right. He probably can't go back to last and win. So huh. be, it will need a good ride. I, I'm, I, I like the fact that a couple of these. Chances that I, I, you know, I see Royal Entrance out there. I see the scary horses, the Melbourne horses, and the ones that Empire Japan Sovereign Fund. They're all out there, so I actually think that plays into the hands of Chad. If he's not too negative, I think that that could be a knockout runner. And I'm a bit like Walt. There's a lot of horses here that just are not going to run 1200 meters. And one thing that I'm confident, especially off. Platinum Jubilee will definitely be strong. And then Tristan saw Summer Love, and I think it, for, it's going to run the trip. 1,400 is probably more its go. I just don't know if it's got the acceleration of a couple of these other horses. It's a no bit of ping. a wild card. It's Its form says no, but, um, yeah, it's sort of had things against it both starts, hasn't it? It's just one. Blinkers, sense of timing, but it's just there's not Tim, too many Tim's horses that can improve. Well, I don't know if it can. I just don't think it's fast enough. It's just royal entrance. I just don't think it's like literally fast enough. That that race last week was terrible. But the backup, the backup's been proven That's to the, work. It's a tough horse. It'll be on speed, but it'll need like it'll need those people to come out and go. Oh, there's seven leaders. We're going to grab hold, which just doesn't happen in a golden slipper or a bloody uh, magic millions. It just doesn't happen. They just race for too much money, and if. I don't think Miss Cooter's fast enough to get within six of them, but if they want to put their handlebars down, it'll be gone at the 600 as well, and uh, it'll probably take a few with it. All right, so, Tommy, please, in the stream, just have $4 each way on... Um, no, don't, please. On Platinum Jubilee, please. Please don't. For Walt. <laughs> don't. This is Tommy's segment, and you've just taken over the show. It's my segment for the week. I'm not, <laughs> I don't want even on the show. I've got some bloke there that's got some bloody pineapple red-headed frigging thing, a Twitter photo. That's his Twitter photo. I'd hate to see him in real life. Like I put the, I go incognito a bit with glasses and put my kids in there so I, I don't even look like anyone. But if that's his front and centre photo on Twitter for a redhead, he's, he's got big balls of steel. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I said, I said, to, I said to Walt off air uh, in, a, in a chat. I said, if Tommy comes on and tips this skirt of law and Golan's horse is seven into three eighty, my head's just going to absolutely blow off. And I tell you what, 
if you and John McLeod are fairness or skirt the law, and it's this is the only one, one trainer that can actually pull this off is Gollan. And I, I will be in awe of Tony Gollan if this horse starts with a five or less in, in front of it. And it absolutely pisses in skirt law because tell you what, all of a sudden you're saying, oh, it needs a run last start. Now it's off 42 days. And then, oh, no, we don't want to give it a gut buster. It just looks like they're all at sea with this horse. And they're like, oh, we wanted to run it's it, didn't get the draw. Yeah. It's just like now it's just turned into a mess. And there's five horse fields. If it was 25 to one, that draw low gate and that, I'd be I'd be making it a winner. But it's, it's it scares me just because of its price and Mm-mm. whatever. But. All, you know, that's for, the difference of opinions in this lovely game. If you guys game. get over the line, it's, just, it's going to be one of the yeah, the, the, yeah, the greatest betting coups, I think, yeah, for that horse to win. Amazing. It'll, it'll blow my head completely off in the stream and you'll see it live. And I would have done my absolute kibe on the race, but uh, all the people in the stream um, will have uh, will have collected. So I'm usually wrong and the McLeod boys are usually right. So that's why they're steering well, the ship and not me. Too. Yeah. Right? It's between us. We're doubly wrong. Pretty standard. Yeah. Gold Coast, uh, DK hasn't got an opinion in the two-year-olds at the Gold Coast at all, so I'm, not, I'm just going to brush him. <laughs> he nearly choked then, you yeah? knew that? He nearly choked. He's like, why even mention my name? I'm not even coming. I hope I want to get him on a, what do you call it, As mer- mercy fl- emergency mercy flights. I want him on a flight tomorrow because I'm I'm home alone Thursday through to Sunday. I want DK to sat in my house. Well, I'll, be, I'll, I'll live here for Saturday, Sunday if this horse gets beat then. I've got to have to duck and weave Rebecca. Don't worry about that. She's got no idea what's going on. Gold Coast Race 8 is the three-year-old Magic Me in Guineas and it's uh, Yellow Brick $4, Russian Conquest $5, Hell I Am $9, Spiritualized nine fifty. Tawana $11, Stroll $11, Soothsayer $14, Latika uh, $14, Fashion Legend $20, King's Consort $20, blah, 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 the rest few other um, knockouts. Is he back the Wizard that, of Oz? Is this true that he's going to back the Wizard of Oz ridden by a bloody by a leprechaun? Is this it? Yeah. The, so it was the King of the Mountain, this big um, pop-up race in Toowoomba. Last start, Yellow Brick. It's in the um, Tony and Madison uh, She's colours. And it's... Um, Toowoomba night form. I love exactly. it. Exactly. And it's sort of like just getting sold along here and sort of just puts a gap on him. And uh, sadly, uh, Nick and Over breaks down after the line, which is uh, awful. Been great to us, that horse, and uh, real um, war horse up in Queensland. But um, here it is, just barnstorming I mean, up the front here. And Alpine Edge is running into second. And uh, One last thrust. Is, is, this the, is this the form here? Is yellow brick. I know it's going to be in the right spot, Tommy, and that's probably why you like it. Your, your handle on Twitter is at Maps of Brisbane. Yeah, no, nah, I think it, it's a really nice horse. It, it did it that night in the King of the Mountain. It was poorly weighted under set weights and penalties conditions of the race, and um, the money was there, and he broke the track record that night against the um, the older horses. Um, definitely wasn't suited at 1,200 metres either. Um, this has always been the grand final for him, the Magic Million Guineas, like, and in time he's going to be probably a mile or even even further. And I just don't see a lot of ability in this race, and I'd be surprised if a lot of these end up kind of open-class horses um, over that 1,400-mile distance. The map here, spiritualized, probably crosses them from 16 and leads pretty easily. Um, I think they'll try back it off mid-race to make sure he gets the 1,400 metres, but then the spirit of boom will kick in for it, and I think it'll get tired legs late. I think Fashion Legend and Sue Sayer in a lot of um, trouble from their wide gates are either going to be caught wide or have to do a little bit of work early. And I think Yellow Brick probably probably lands the um the one one in running. I just think he's going to be too strong late, um, over fourteen hundred meters for a lot of these um camels that are in behind him as what we should describe them as. Yes, camels. DK horses off track records and those sort of fast clock runs. Are you a, a buyer or a seller of, of of backing them next start? 
uh, I'm a seller, but uh, particularly horses uh, early, early on in their careers and only in their first prep, or particularly in their first prep, you know, they I, I find they they bust, and the market can if they've shown the early speed, which the old Doctor Nick model and everything just can't see past, um, and they've just got to hammer them because they're going to be up the front and they're fast early. But I um I'm, I'm more I'm like horses, uh, you know, more um conserving a bit of energy and finishing off and things like that rather than the ones um, busting, particularly over the shorter distances. Um, yep, so no, that's just that's that's me personally, but um, every, every every case is different, but um, my, my modus operandi is to take take on those things generally. Every, every situation is different, but if they're going out 10 links above and stuff like this, I'm, I, um, I reckon it, 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 it's got to knock them around. It's got to, got to empty them out, particularly in their first prep. Well, it's your, it's your show, so what do you like here? Well, why isn't Tijuana just better than them? Well, I think a lot of people have seen the trial, and I think the trial was a little bit ho hum. But um, yeah, I think that, it's that, that's I think that's the only negative I can find. It just trialed like a bit of a camel the other day at the Goldie, so that's given it a look at this it, race. But, but um, I just look at the de- even King's Consort, uh, and then the other two. I just yeah, the depth of the form just seems to be my biggest problem. I love that look of that horse that um, yellow brick that Tommy's found, just because yeah, it didn't look like he that Toowoomba run was. It's not easy to sit outside the leader at Toowoomba. Uh, didn't look like it handled the track at all. It's going to be super strong. Um, looks to me like a two thousand meter horse, but um, yeah, it's it's a it's a dodgy dodgy race uh, for when it's for what's it worth? A couple of million. Um, Hell, I am and Russian Conquest are probably both you know Flemington bloody Ramwick twelve hundred meter horses for mine, both of them. So getting around yeah, fourteen hundred. Yeah, Latakia I thought was a good win the other day. I thought Belarus was there to beat it, and it was really well set up from Sydney. But how strong is Belarus form like? It's uh. And it's first prep. There's just, yeah, it's a, it's a tough race, this one. So I, I agree with you. Something up on speed that's going to be strong is um, is probably the good starting point because the others have then got to, you know, have luck in running and, and, and try and run them down, which is uh, doesn't look easy in this race. Hmm. I thought in Russian Conquest, I think, goes around this way a lot better, the northern way. Going, cause it does. Uh, what- it's, 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 if you had the low draw here, it would be really dangerous because you could see it just sneaking, 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 exposing late and going bang. Um, it's run at Gosford was really good, and it does have James McDonald. But it's, um, I'm not sure about it. I know it did was 1200 the other day first up, and it was strong. It's run fourth over 1400 coming from back, so it's, it's probably not a big query on a fast track. It's just, uh, just, just needs a good ride, and I'm assuming it's quite short. Is it? It'll be, it'll be five bucks. Yeah, well, it's because yeah. it's got J Mac on it. That's got to be like rock bottom. It can win for sure. It's it's got to be close to top pick, but it's uh it's no spoil. Mm, King's Consort also um, tickled my fancy. I think I've, I've backed that also a couple of times, and there's definitely something there. Turbo, can't wait to see you at uh, my place. Can't wait to see what you're going to put on the menu too. You get uh, you get the choice. You get the uh, the food delivered, and um, hopefully I can have a surprise guest on the couch. And hopefully it's DK. Hopefully um, he gets a permission slip and he comes up for a. Uh, it's not going to be Carly Electric then. It could be me pretending to be time. Carly Electric if Platinum Jubilee gets beat or if it wins. Either way, I could be dressed up as her. Well, he's got form. He's got cross-dressing form, Walt, I will say. But uh, best of luck, Team MacBet. Make sure you get on board. The boys are absolutely on fire yesterday. And so uh, winning form is good form. And they'll be uh, hammer and tong into top sport on Saturday. So the bank will close at 11. The cameras will go on at midday. And uh, Walt will be uh, did, in did. his party dressed by 5 o'clock. Do you see fake Walt put up a tweet? Yeah, ah, oh, flying big. Huge, you'd never do that two days out from the stream, <laughs> mate. You learn. 
You learn. Good luck, Turbo. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Thanks, guys. Beautiful stuff. Uh, so, Tommy Turbo, they may as well just start wear maroon jumpers, I think, on Saturday. It, um, I'll tell you, I will absolutely be doing my Kyber if both those horses uh, win those two races. They look sickly, sickly short. But, um, wow, they are smarter men than me. It's uh, the Gold Coast Circuit. Mm. I think the track will play great. It's been great, like great weather. I think you'll get speed on in a lot of these races that we didn't get last week. It was amazing. They got full control, some of those leaders, even the way the race was. So the races were, uh, the track was, sorry. So uh, it'll be interesting. Okay, let's have a look at uh, Rose Hill. Just uh, one for you. I'll keep it tight. And uh, Kalino's a favourite here, 320 for Waller and Dylan Gibbons. With your blessing, 440. Garrison, $5. Espresso, 550. Sacrimony, $6.50. And Dynamic Impact, 13. And 15. Destination Tramontano is uh, $16. Let's have a look at last start win of Kalino. Claiming two here, so it's 59.5 kilos he's got. And uh, in the uh, Star Thoroughbred colour. So just in behind them, peels to the outside and just goes bang. Basically. Basically the same race as what it finds on Saturday. I think goes up half a kilo, loses uh, senior and gets the uh, junior burger rider. But uh, I, I think the key to this horse, like it was absolutely flying on wet tracks over distances that just, I think it doesn't run 1,400 to be fair. And, and they stretched it out to 1,800 last prep. I think this horse is a pretty good horse over sort of 1,200 to 1,400 absolute maximum. Uh, yeah, you see like it gapped them strong through the line there first up, 21 days. While the second up is is one of my great pet hates in life, but I don't mind this this horse. Just twenty one days uh, that extra that extra week, it just the the gate is the little sticky. I don't want it to be last around a fast Rose Hill. I think if it sort of lobs one out two back, one out one back, which is certainly possible. It's not slow early this horse. Just the edge off at second up is my little little query. I just think it's too strong from again. Um, you know, with your blessing, there are sort of. Uh, midweek to just Saturday horses where I think this horse is, you know, at, at worst a, a lower grade group horse sort of listed group three horse over this sort of distance. And and I like the claim. Um, uh, the Dildo Gibbons is uh, riding really well and uh, can't see much downside for this horse. It just should be strong. And the only yeah little query is if it's last and the track's really fast, that could be against us. But I, I, yeah, I think whatever it is, $3.350 is, is well and truly fair enough. Um, I know we're going to rush through this. The other horse that looked at the last race, which I didn't give you, they've backed it already, unfortunately, but the Friedman horses, it snapped. Uh, really oh, yeah, snapped, yeah. Dynamic winner up there. And I don't think you'll notice, but I don't think it's a – it came from last there, but uh, drawn one, I think it. That, I think it'll hold leaders back on, on Saturday. And I think there's only two hopes here. And, um, and the Waller horse that's uh, – what is it, number – Hang on, I do have 47 sheets in Ooh, front of me. Snapped, Kerr Royale. Kerr Royale. I think it's the only danger, but just back in distance, it'll be up on – up on um, up on speed and uh, back in trip, it'll be strong. I think it'll sort of get to the lead, and if Snap gets out, it'll it'll blow its head off. But if it doesn't, you know, like M Cart right up there just might not know Rose Hill. If he gets lost on the fence, I think that's its only real real danger. I think it's a pretty nice horse now. Beautiful. So Rose Hill two, and that's uh, Kalino. So when Walt likes Rachel King or Chris Waller. And uh, this is Chris Waller. On well, you this know that I fought the demons off. To, oh, exactly. To it, so yeah. it's taking all his inner strength to actually back this horse. So Kalino's his best. And then race 10, number three, snapped, he likes. And then the danger is uh, the two there, which is Kerr Royale. So that's another Waller one. So that's uh, Rose Hill. If you want more of his insights, make sure you head to racingwatch.com.au. You can either get in the Discord and go completely mad, or you can just have Telegram and have no head noise. So you've got two different options. So. Uh, make sure you get racingwatch.com. It'll improve your punting out of sight. Donnie's best. Donnie's back. Let's hear from him. Bet Doctor's back again, baby. 
Can't wait to be part of the team again in 2023. Let's start the year how we finished last year strongly and backing plenty of winners. Magic Millions Day this weekend. I'm absolutely pumped. Can't wait to get out there. I've got a couple of morals out there. I'll give one away now. It comes up in race four at Gold Coast. Number two, Scalapini. I love this horse fresh over 1,200 metres. First up, last campaign, it got second, beaten a head or so in a group two, 1,200-meter event at Eagle Farm. Maps perfectly, will bounce out, should sit 1-1. We'll have a big positioning run advantage on its main rivals in ranges. I'm pretty keen to back Scalapini at around $3 mark. At Ballinor on Friday, it's Ballinor Cup Day. Got a good thing there in race two, number four, Bean Groovy. It comes out of a decent Eagle Farm maiden where it was wide the entire trip, around 1,000 meters. It's straight into a turn on that track, so being wide there is a big disadvantage. There is not much here. The favourite, the current favourite or the other equal favourite is an absolute walker. Walked home at Coffs Harbour. We'll smoke it. I think it's a good thing. It was 250 or so. It's coming a little. Hopefully it gets back out again. So the two best bets this weekend are race four at Gold Coast, number two, Scalapini, and Ballina Cup Day on Friday. Race two, number four, Bean Groovy. Good luck. Beautiful. So uh, Donnie Plano with shrinks there. Goldie, Scolopini, Ballina, Bean, Groovy. Uh, real short runners there. So um, Scolopini, I couldn't get it much short. I think that one might drift, but uh, Bean, Groovy is usually. Is that an O'Day horse, Scolopini? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Their horses, have like they look like unicorns just flooding down the straights the last uh, since the sales have kicked off. They've, they've found a couple of lengths. That one yesterday, holy crap. Uh, there's a couple of them, actually. They look like they've got jet shoes on. So I don't mind their ruffy in that race. With. Contemptuous has got Craig Williams, I think. I, I wouldn't be letting it go around a loser. Any, if, I'm, if I'm backing a, a runner of theirs that's short in the market, I'd be letting. I'd be making sure the other one went around a winner as well. Who? The, the stable mate. Yeah, Contemptuous. Mm. Yeah, I thought mm. it was a nice run first up. Have something on that. That's an old pearl, isn't it, there? The, the, the stables are fire up sale time. Mm. No, a you few. know, Mitch, 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 Mitch Friedman let that horse yesterday. He wants to go and put his hand up for a couple of magic minions and lets his good horse go yesterday and it goes like a Learjet. Always helps getting people in the stable this time of year, I tell you. Mm, went really well yesterday, didn't it? Attrition? I do think that it's smart. Like the syndicated joints as much as anything, just yeah. any horse they've got, they want to be winning around this time of year. It just makes sense. Mm. First light racing, race one the night, packing them well. Correct. Find a way. All right, let's have a look at some of the uh, steamers. Flemington Race 5, number 2, Forbidden City. This horse has uh, won a couple on the trot, 2K at 3.20. Um, I think the price is held, but it's uh, shortened up a bit uh, since they opened. Uh, got uh, got some upside, that horse. And then uh, two in the three-year-old here. Race 8, number 14, Russian Conquest, 1000 at uh, $5. And then Gold Coast Race 8, number 1, Tawana, Tijuana, 500 at $11. They're not my bets, but uh, I don't think that's a bad way to play the race if you're uh, going to take two to try and uh, knock off the favourite. Beautiful stuff, DK. you got the cruise, what, next week? Are you going to be on next week's show before you go? Oh, we're on again next week, yep, yep. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll be here. I don't know. Hey? I th- uh, yeah, we might be. I, was, well, I thought well, we were not- off for Christmas. I think we're all, this is just this is just the uh, this is just the magic me and special occasion one. But anyway, if you guys let us want, know. if you guys want the week off, we can. But um, no, we'll, no, we'll I'll, be, I'll be I'll be I'll leave Friday. So I'll be, if you want, if we're on and we're on. Okay, well uh, the calendar's just so chock chock a block, isn't it? If Platinum Jubilee gets beat. I'll be asking for a pay rise. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, we we got to run. 
But uh, make sure you jump on uh, littlebirdie.tv, register for the stream, download the app. If you're at the races, you can follow it all via the app. You can watch a stream. You can put the headphones in. You can do whatever you want. But uh, the app will get you through and you just deposit with Top Sport as well. And you can have 50 bucks for a look at the tips or if you want to have a bigger swing with the boys, uh, up to $1,000. So big thanks to the guys at Top Sport. Welcome to Comics Lounge. Hopefully uh, we can get down there for a bit of a giggle and punning form. Make sure you check out uh, their new skin. Can't believe we're in season four. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Thanks, guys.